Now that parents explain to me, well, I let my teenager listen to rock music because that's all he'll listen to. Let me tell you, so the lyrics to real rock music is nothing more than satanic cyanide. Get it out of your house, throw it out, and burn it. It has no place in the house of the righteous. This is the GOAT. from the album of the same name, Thor, with Keep the Dogs Away. Welcome to the GOAT. If you don't know my guest this week, I don't really know what to tell you besides sit your ass under the learning tree and prepare to bow down to the Metal Avenger. He started in 1973 and his latest album, Hammer of Justice, just came out last week. 
with all Thor has accomplished in his life. I'd have to spend four hours with him to give you the entire picture. But for a good primer on Thor's current successes, kick back, let's dig in. We had the pleasure of sitting down with Thor to talk about a variety of topics, not the least of which is this coast-to-coast, border-to-border tour behind the new album. Well, we've been out for a month, and now we're, uh, th- this was the last of this leg. Now we're going to have a month break, and then we're going to go up and tour Eastern Canada. You know, hit Montreal, Toronto, uh, Quebec City, uh, uh, Ottawa, that kind of thing. You know, well, the label would like us to tour with more with Hammer of Justice. Now we've done quite a bit of touring, and we've been t- doing a lot of touring in Europe as well, in front of twenty thousand people at a time. And it's 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 you know that it's a way of life over there. Um, they have the festivals, and and uh, we we played quite a few of the festivals, even one that we were involved with uh, the Muscle Rock Festival in Sweden. Uh, we, we started that one in 2009 with Jacob Hector. You know, he uh, basically made a deal that they, to use my genre name, Muscle Rock, they call it Muscle Rock. And they hold it every year, it's very successful. The tour has been going absolutely amazing. I can't believe it actually, um, the enthusiasm of the fans and most of our fans on, on this tour have been very young, like in the teens to 20s and, and and they've discovered you know our music you know and uh, you know I guess it's outside the box usually a band will have a hit on the radio and and you know but you know in this modern uh, day uh, you're discovered on YouTube or uh, you know I guess digitally on Spotify and, and iTunes but uh, uh, you know a lot of our stuff has been in movies uh, Rock and Roll Nightmare for one this seems to be a transcend time I never thought it would last this long but <laughs> it's still out there in distribution so you know go figure yeah <laughs> I am admittedly and probably at times to a fault a homebody that touring keeping that schedule straight while trying to take care of yourself in any way what gives Thor the drive to go at such a high rate of speed when you're playing every night you know, you're flying you know to Chicago and Cleveland and and then you know over to uh, uh, you know Sacramento and then Los Angeles, you know it 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 does take a toll on you. But then when you get on the stage and the fans are screaming the songs and singing along with you, the energy level that you have it's the highest of highs you can have. There's no drug you could take that gives you that high that you get on stage. And I think that's what keeps me going. It keeps me, you know, uh, <clears throat> you know I may be what I am right now, so I don't want to just say what I am, but I, I feel like 30 years younger, seriously, than I really should feel. You know, I just feel like I got incredible energy, and it's, it's the rock music. The strength is in the music.
Thor from 1983's Unchained and Anger. Something that struck me as I've been following the shows on social media from this current tour is the amount of young people. Now, I'm 43, so I'm thinking young people as 20s, early 30s. But the amount of young people who have been coming to the shows in droves, it's just proving that Thor, right now, is as popular as he's ever been. Yeah, we're not just a retro band, right? I mean, we, we signed a new uh, contract and have been putting out records for the past five years. And I think that the movie I Am Thor, when it went on Netflix... It kind of, you know, put us on the edge of the mainstream a little bit there, and and we were discovered uh, quite a bit by that movie on Netflix. I am Thor, and also the movie Rock and Roll Nightmare that keeps getting redistributed uh, out there in the marketplace, and so it uh, the young fans, you know, now now you don't just have to have like I was saying before a, a record that's a hit on the radio. There's all forms of media out there right now. Social, the social media, and now YouTube and and Spotify and iTunes, everything else, right? So um, we're we're attracting, a, we're being discovered by a new audience, which is quite fascinating to me. Not to sound like that guy from Office Space. I celebrate the guy's entire catalog. But it's true. The last three releases have been heavier and heavier. Metal Avenger, Beyond the Pain Barrier, and now Hammer of Justice. Where do you get the inspiration to one-up yourself every time out? Like Metal Avenger, I had a lot of guests on that one. Uh, everybody from Richie Stotts from the Plasmatics. Uh, and it was Fast Eddie Clark's last performance that he ever did. And, and uh, you know, and I loved Motorhead. I was on the same management with Motorhead. So he, he was the last guy left in the original Motorhead, and then he was on that album. So, uh, and, and then what happened, and you could see it in the move, new movie, uh, Return of the Thunderhawk, where I meet up with the, the, I needed a boost, right? I was going out there, and I was kind of going myself and having backup bands behind me for touring, sort of like Chuck Berry did. And, and I, I felt I needed a band that was with me all the time. So I met up with the, these young guys like John Leibel and, Ted Jedlicki and they and they were able to sort of uh, uh, influx, you know, the sound of today. Yeah, I know the sound of, of tomorrow, of yesterday, right? Uh, but they give us the sound of tomorrow, kind of. They they know all the bands. I don't know all the bands. How can you know all the bands of my age, right? They know every band and and what the sound is like. So they give that injection of, of that, um, you, you know. That was you could hear that on Pain Barrier. And also, it's on the new album, Hammer of Justice. And so, uh, and they've been touring with me. You know, they've been over to Europe with me numerous times now uh, in the past three years. That's, I can't even believe sometimes how much we've been touring across the pond and all, also over here, you know. And uh, it, it's quite fascinating. So, I, you know, they give, they give me a lot of energy.
latest single off the new album from Thor, from Hammer of Justice. That was beginning of the end. With how busy he is and how many new fans he gains with each new album and new tour, there's no way that this is the actual beginning of the end. Thor can go on forever. Am I right? I feel Thor can go on forever. Yeah, um, I do have others, like tribute acts, like uh, in Germany there's Iron Thor, and they keep touring and playing festivals. Uh, in Canada there's uh, Zon Thor, and he's out there playing a lot. Uh, in Finland there's Finn Thor, the Legion of Thor in South America. So we have sort of our tribute acts out there that are playing and they keep you know everything alive um, and they do a good job too um, but everybody wants to see the the original so uh, as, as long as I can go I will go I mean if I got to keep rocking at 80 years old and I'm able to do it then uh, like somebody said to me you know when are you gonna retire and I says retire from what you know, what am I retiring from because I enjoy it so much. I absolutely have to touch on the film career with John Fasano, director of Rock and Roll Nightmare and Black Roses. Two of the coolest movies ever made. And if you disagree with that, you're just wrong. So how did everything with John come together to make Rock and Roll Nightmare? Basically, John Fasano and I, you know, our thoughts for the movie was uh, that it was going to be uh, just get it distributed. and and that was fine with us. We didn't think it would have longevity, but you know, going back, I, I remember John Fasano, um, I, when I was fight, fighting the evil one at the end, he, he was actually underneath there controlling it, you know, and he was, it was like a puppet. And so it's going, you know, he would shake it and everything, and then I, I'd punch it, and so I got carried away, and it was actually pretty hard, you know, uh, uh, a substance of a material, and, uh, and I was, I was hitting it hard, and my, my hands were breaking. But and he's going, rawr, 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 rawr. it just was, it was a funny moment. I you know, sometimes I'd break out laughing because he's he's under the puppet, you know, and it's supposed to be so serious, right? And he's throwing the, you know, and with, they're throwing the the squid monsters and stuff like that, you know. But uh, I had some great moments with John Fasano. I mean, even going back to Zombie Nightmare, and uh, I know his son very well, and his daughter uh, Lucia. Um, his son J.C. Fasano, and we even did a movie together uh, called Thor the Rock Opera, just a, a short film, you know. So uh, I'm very fond of the Fasano family, and it was very sad to me uh, that he passed away. An amazing talent because uh, shortly after, you know, we did all those movies, um, he ended up doing, uh, a, he was a co-writer for uh, the screenplay of Another 48 Hours. And he went out to Hollywood and made his mark there.
Zombie Nightmare, uh, Rock and Roll Nightmare, and then I was going to actually do Black Roses, but I got involved with this uh, Adventures in Babysitting thing, and um, where I signed a contract to do Adventures in Babysitting. I was going to, I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, Yes. but uh, um, I was ready I, ready to uh, be in the movie. I was doing the wardrobe, and all of a sudden the agent said, oh, there's a problem. I said, what's the problem? They, uh, they decided they want to go, uh, you know, cut your contract. They'll pay you off. And uh, they're going to sign the guy in full metal jacket, the Fonzio, right? And so he got the part, and they paid me off. You know, I got paid a pretty good amount of money from Touchstone Pictures, but I would have done it for nothing just, just to be in that movie to get a little bit of a mainstream shot, right? Um, but, and, and then he, of course, went on to L.A. Law and stuff like that. You know, so uh, there you go. That's showbiz. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Energy takes me where I want to be. And you're where I want to be. Girl, you give me. Energy takes me where I want to be. And you're where I want to be. Girl, you give me.
special guest this week on The Goat from Rock and Roll Nightmare, Energy. Like any artist, what's going on now is great, but you're always looking at what's next. So what does Thor have planned going forward? Um, I'm looking to do some uh, films. I have some film projects that I've written, and I'm, I really want to tackle them. You know, and the, I mean, the label would like me to be on the road 24-7. I get the guy out there on the road, you know. But I may, um, because I've been wanting to do this so much, you know, put out uh, a, a couple of films uh, or get get involved, get some distribution for it. Uh, the Return of the Thunder Ox starting to do pretty good. We're getting some good reviews on it. And uh, I just like the film industry too, you know, so I want to take a, a, maybe a little break from recording and get into the films again. And I also have my apparel business, so we're, we're putting some hockey jerseys together. Uh, I'm trying to uh, create uh, um, a concept for the new Seattle NHL team. Uh, whether they take it or not, we'll see what happens, but um, I'm involved in all that kind of stuff too.
album from Thor, Hammer of Justice. That's Return of the Thunderhawk. And Energy, to me, seems to be the most biographical song Thor has ever done. Have you ever taken a, a, a really long break away from anything, from metal, from touring? Uh, there was a, a time where I wondered what I was going to do next in 1987. Um, I, I kind of got out of the music business, and I thought I would do something else, and I did do something else. I, I purchased and invested in, into a, a, a business, you know, a different kind of business, completely different from music. So um, I did that, but then here I am back in the music industry again. So what do you do? And we're all very <laughs> grateful Yeah, that you are. Thanks, man. I can heal from the blade. I can heal from the hounds of hell. I can heal from vicious lies. But I never hear when a hero dies. I can heal from the blade. I can heal from the hounds of hell. I can heal from vicious lies. But I never.
from 2017's Beyond the Pain Barrier, Thor, and When a Hero Dies. And that's going to wrap it up for the GOAT. I can't thank Thor enough for his time. This was a super cool experience for me, and I hope you guys enjoyed it too. Hammer of Justice, it's out now iTunes everywhere. If you're like me and you need the physical copy, thormusic.bandcamp.com. The CD comes with the feature-length follow-up documentary to I Am Thor, Return of the Thunderhawk. You can find Thor the Band page on Facebook and keep up with everything going on there. And I have to quickly thank Ted Jedlicki for being a sick metal bassist for Thor, co-writing Beyond the Pain Barrier album, but for purposes here, for helping facilitate the interview, and also to Glass Onion PR. Big thanks to you guys for making this happen. We'll see you guys next week on The Go. First, we're going to leave you with uh, some more new Thor from Hammer of Justice. Here's Warp 5000. show is brought to you by Christ I can't find it the hell with it